You want some tea? Listen to reality. Hey guys and assalamualaikum. What a beautiful day today. And you are tuning in with your favorite host for today. I am Hani Norbalkis. Hello everyone, I'm Safra. Hello guys, I am Fadlina. And I am Zaira. Welcome to our reality podcast. So, what are we going to talk about today, Zahira? Any clue? Well, it is something interesting. Oh, interesting. Hmm, okay guys. Before we jump into our topic for today's podcast, have you guys heard about the United Nations 17 SDGs? Oh, what's that? Sounds important. Oh, oh, I know. The Sustainable Development Goals SDGs define the world we want. They apply to all nations and mean, quite simply, to ensure that no one is left behind. Well, it is, and United Nations 17 SDGs goals are basically the map of the world that we seek, especially the young generations today that will surely dominate tomorrow. They have the power and chance to shape the future of our world, thus explaining why these SDGs are created. Yes, the 17 Sustainable Development Goals with their 169 target form the core of the 2030 agenda that balance the economic, social and ecology dimension of sustainable development and place the fight against poverty and sustainable development on the same agenda for the first time. Aha, uh-huh, I see. Now why you're called. And the goals that associate with our sharing for today covers the third and the eighth SDG targets which is the third goal is to ensure healthy life and promote well-being for all at all ages, whereas the eighth goal is to promote inclusive and sustainable economic growth, employment and decent work for all. Yes, exactly girls. Now that we have talked about it, dearest listeners, welcome to our reality podcast. Today's topic is entitled Mental Illness and Workplace, Conceal or Reveal. The podcast is going to uncover the reality of life which not only leaves a beneficial impact on all of us but also drives us to take our very first step in making the world a better place. Absolutely. Today's topic is quite serious and interesting. Just by hearing the title, give me chills. Of course, fight. Mental health and employment were never a trivial issue. Dear listener, There are surprise guests for you, so make sure you listen all the way through, okay? Now, before we proceed to the highlight of the podcast today, let us give way for our public service announcement on COVID-19. wonder what's on news today. How so? Amid the COVID-19 pandemic, Malaysian government have prepared many solutions and precautions to break the chain of the virus. 
Malaysia has begun to roll out COVID-19 vaccine. It is confirmed that the vaccine could aid in fighting the pandemic. Health authorities want to achieve herd immunity by the end of the year. Hey, have you taken the vaccine? Well, not yet. I don't know how. Well, it's simple. Just download my Sejahtera apps on Google Play Store or App Store for iPhone and just log in into the apps and from there, it will guide you for the COVID-19 vaccination program. Wow, that's easy. It sure is. It's not that hard. Just do your part. COVID-19 vaccination. Help yourself to help others. You want some tea? Listen to reality. Ladies and gentlemen, now, without further ado, I would like to welcome our very first guest speaker. She came all the way from Tanzania. She's an amazing person, wishes to contribute and leave a great impact on society wherever she goes. She also wanted to help many people in need, particularly in terms of mental health, which led her to her current journey as a therapist at the Lloyd and Levy Children Therapeutic Dear listeners, may I welcome Ms. Taiba Sharif. Hi, Ms. Taiba. How are you? Hi, guys. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to talk about the uh, topic today. <laughs> Alhamdulillah. Thank you for joining in as one of our guest speakers for today. It is truly an honor to have you here, Ms. Taiba. I hope our podcast can somehow fulfill your dreams to leave an impact towards others and make the world a better place. Alright, Fat, would you like to do the honor of introducing our other special guest speaker for tonight? Alright, sure honey. Dear listeners, our next speaker is someone who is not a stranger to the online community. She speaks her own opinion and shares a story through the famous infotainment platform known as ML Studios. This led to her recent position as a psychology graduate from International Islamic University of Malaysia and she now serves as a chief operating officer for Insan Legacy. May I cordially welcome Miss Natasha Amalina. Hi there, welcome. How are you feeling today, Miss Natasha? Okay, so Alhamdulillah, today I am so good. And uh, thank you for having me tonight because I am very excited to share with you guys, okay? Thank you so much for willingly joining us for today. I am sure many listeners are thrilled to hear the sharing later on. So now... Back to our topic today, mental illness and workplace. Conceal or reveal. For your information, having mental health issues has always been something that is frowned upon, especially in the working industry. Many companies will avoid hiring candidates dealing with such issues to an extent that the candidates will lie about their mental condition just to be employed. That's true, Farina. However, in Malaysia, it is encouraged for the people dealing with such issues to come clean to their potential employers as they are willing to help them by listening to their problems and catering to their needs in the working environment. Being vocal about mental well-being isn't something that can be easily done. Miss Natasha, can you enlighten us on the reasons why the employers or the HR of a company do not address this issue heavily? All right.
The reason why the employers or the HR of a company do not address mental health issue heavily because the mental health is actually very complex, you know, where it needs a lot of process in order for a management to make sure if he or she really has a mental issue or not. As human resources, we actually do have a lot of things to cater other than addressing this mental health issue heavily. As this issue has a broad perspective that we have to look into the details. Alright? However, if our employee has that mental issue, we do care about the welfare of the workers. Okay? And if the worker declared that he has a mental health issue, we will handle this with care and also take a good care of the current employee's well-being and in fact, we will provide the best environment for the employee and allow some time for him or her to recuperate. Thank you, Miss Natasha, for the explanation. So basically, it's not that the HR department do not care about mental health. They do. But it's just a huge scope for them to take care of. Alright, when we talk about mental health issue, there may be several reasons as to why employees feel the need to hide their mental illness from their employers. Maybe due to the trust issue or high level of insecurity. So, what is your opinion regarding the reason why employees choose to hide their mental illness from the employer, Miss Natasha and Miss Taiba. Maybe Miss Taiba can share your thoughts on this first. I think one of the few reasons is that um, they will be considered incompetent. So, you know, whenever we think of a, an, an employee that has a mental health issue and you think of giving them a job, you might feel like, okay, maybe it's a too stressful of a job or if the deadlines are too stringent and you feel like they're not capable enough to meet those deadlines or to perform the job as well. So the first and foremost would be incompetency. The second thing would be that, you know, the stigma that we have right now, even if you are a working person or not, you would be looked down upon if you have a mental health issue. So imagine like in the workplace, if you are someone who has a mental health illness, some go to the extent of believing that it's even contagious. So they will, you know, avoid sitting with you, they will avoid communicating with you. Um, one of the other things is that, you know, you risk getting labeled for your illness. So for example, you have a certain deadline to achieve and you don't achieve it on time. There's a very high chance that, you know, your employer or your colleagues would blame it on your illness. That, oh, because you're mentally ill, that's why you couldn't perform well. And, uh, you know, having a mental health issue at the workplace also means that there is a very low chance for you to you know be promoted or achieve a higher status because like why would they give you more responsibility if you're already um, considered as someone who might not be able to perform as well as someone else who doesn't have a mental health issue so yeah i think these are some of the few reasons why you know despite having a mental health issue people would rather choose to keep it to themselves um, rather than telling their employers about it Oh, I see. That's the point from Ms. Taiba. How about you, Ms. Natasha? Maybe you have other opinions regarding why employees choose to hide their mental illness. As a HR, the, manage, uh, the one that manages the company, we also like dealing with absenteeism, presenteeism, stuff turnover. Okay? Normally, if the 
worker having a mental health issue, they also will have the absenteeism issue also. If uh, he or she is a workaholic person, then they choose not to tell the management. Uh, perhaps the management will not offer him a high position, perhaps. Okay, I just want to share with you guys the fun fact, like according to the 2050 National Health and Mobility Survey, one in three Malaysian have medical health. Only 20% of them seek a professional help. The mental illness issue in uh, Malaysia is still a baby. Alright, so not everyone will claim that they have the mental issue due to these several factors that I have, I have mentioned before. Alright, as stated by Ms. Taipa and also Ms. Natasha, the reason why employees choose to hide their mental illness are maybe because of lower chance to get promoted as well as stigma nowadays, which people will look down on you if you have a mental illness, especially in the workplace. Okay, before we discuss in depth about this mental illness and workplace to conceal or reveal, the Reality Podcast will take a break and come back after this. Don't go anywhere. Hi Zahira, Auntie heard that you are now studying for your degree. Hi Auntie Rosna, yes, I'm currently pursuing my bachelor degree in communication and media studies majoring in public relations. Oh wow, if you don't mind, can you tell Auntie a bit about public relations ni? Because your cousin Adam, he is planning to continue his degree in the communications field. Boleh Auntie. PR offers many writing courses like PR writing, corporate PR, and digital storytelling too. Our faculty also has an excellent club named Institute of Public Relations Malaysia Student Association IPRMSA. This club had conducted many exciting events, namely Kill or Meter Virtual Run. But Auntie still don't know lah how to convince him to join PR. Adam should join PR. Because Adam could enhance many skills as PR requires their student to be good in both writing and editing too. Okay, thank you so so much Zahira for the explanation. Tak ada hal nanti. You want some tea? Listen to reality. Alright, tuning again in the reality podcast with the topic of mental illness and workplace to conceal or reveal. And you are still with me, Safra, Pai, Fat, Miss Natasha, who is beautiful and intelligent, and also Miss Chaiba, who is wise and with a high caliber today. Alright guys, I have a question for Hani, Fat, and also Safra. Do you guys agree that Malaysian people are workaholic? Yes or no? So, Safra. Alright, thank you so much, Pai, for the question. So, yes, I do agree Malaysians are workaholic. This is because, if you can see, there are Malaysians who are doing two jobs at a time to support their family. And sometimes, Malaysians are quite um, afraid to take leaves because they feel that um, they are not allowed to do that and they would feel guilty by doing so. Well, <laughs> I am quite disagree with the statement that says Malaysian is a workaholic. Because truthfully, 
my environment, they really showed me that majority of Malaysian workers tends to be lazy. And my father, he once told me that one day when you graduate and you have to pursue something that you love doing, because once you start working, you will work until you die. So you might as well just do what you love. What do you think, Fad? I think I agree with Safra, which is Malaysian Awakaholic. Because as we know that there are a lot of people who are already working from 8 to 5. But then after that, they are still do some part-time job. For example, food panda or grab for their extra income. It is true that Malaysian people is workaholic. This is because, based on an article published by Roger Dili on 2nd March 2018, Malaysia to be among the world's biggest workaholic. According to the 2017 Expedia Vacation Deprivation Study, 52% of Malaysian people had to cancel their holiday plans due to the work. It is sure that Malaysians are overly workaholic. Alright, we will continue with another set of questions for Mr. Iba. On what are the ways the employee can do to cope with the work-related depressive episodes when being at the office, perhaps in terms of finding triggers or executing breathing methods? Can you enlighten us, Ms. Shaiba? Okay, so the first thing I would recommend is um, transparency, awareness and acceptance. You know, you as an individual suffering from a depressive episode have to be willing to first of all accept what you're going through. Now, when it comes to the workplace, we do know that even in Malaysia, I mean, even back in my country, in Tanzania, there's a lot of stigma to deal with. And it's not easy to just, um, you know, come out to your um, work environment, your colleagues, your boss and tell them, hey, I'm going through a depressive episode. It's not easy to do that. It requires a lot of courage, a lot of bravery. So in the workplace, if you have supportive colleagues, if you have a supportive employer, then you're more likely to fight this battle in an easier way um, compared to fighting it all alone. Um, the second thing I would say is, you know, you have to be very open about the tasks that you can and can't do. If there are certain things that you feel are overwhelming for you at your workplace, you have to be open to your boss and tell them, look, um, this is how much I can handle or this is, um, you know, these are the number of days I'm required to get this particular thing done. So be open about the tasks that you can and can't do. Also, if you are someone who is going through a depressive episode, you should already be speaking to a professional or a therapist. Now, since every case differs, okay, every individual differs when it comes to depressive episodes or any other sort of mental health issue, there is no one-size-fits-all solution. So it is very important for you to inform your employer that, you know, you are already seeking therapy or that you are already seeing a counselor. And the reason that this is important is that suppose you need to see your counselor on a working day, at least your employer is aware of it and you can take, you know, some time off to go see your therapist during a working day. And I know that that's not easy and a lot of people try and avoid that. So they'll take, take appointments during the weekends. But for some, they can't wait until the weekends. And also, when you are seeing a therapist, you will be guided in your journey to discover what works for you, what doesn't work for you. So, for instance, for some people, deep breathing works. For other people, something more physical works. So, depending on what your therapist recommends, you can choose to do that accordingly at your workplace. Um, another thing that can happen is that when you're having depressive episodes, you tend to go into isolation very quickly. 
but you need to know where to draw the line. So if you need to, you know, walk away from your desk, you step away, you feel like you're so overwhelmed, you just need to cry out in a, in a room alone, then by all means, go ahead and do that. But you also have to know when to reach out for help. So if you are in an environment that is, you know, friendly and you have understanding co-workers, then use that to your advantage to seek out help. And lastly, I would recommend is that, you know, this applies to everyone, not just people who have depressive episodes, is that always have a safety kit with you. And this can be like in form of a box or anything that you fancy, but it should contain the things that make you feel better when you're feeling at your lowest. So, you know, for some people, this would include like happy pictures or uplifting quotes or memories. Some people even use like fragrances. The list is endless. So, you know, do what you need to do that works for you and don't be afraid to try things out. It's always going to be a trial and error kind of process, but there's always a solution. There's always a way out. So do what works for you. Thank you, Ms. Tayiba, for the insightful tips. Remember, dear listeners, accept what you're going through, be open about it, and just know that it is okay to reach out for help. To sum up our podcast and to consider our podcast title for today, in your personal views and perspective, what is the best way to address the mental health issues at the workplace? What do you think? Is it the best is to conceal or to reveal it? I mean, I would be thinking in a really like a dreamy world if I'm saying, you know, reveal because um, I think a lot of work needs to be done before we can confidently say that, yeah, just go ahead and reveal. Um, right now, we're still at a stage where concealing is, you know, the better option because there's a lot at stake. You know, um, we can't just expect that at this point in time when we reveal to our employers that we're suffering a mental health issue, there's no guarantee you will still retain your job. So, you know, I would say that if you choose the option of concealing, make sure you have a backup plan in the sense you're not simply going to work concealing these issues and not doing anything about it in the sense not seeking help, not seeking therapy. But my personal opinion and my personal like dream is that we achieve a status where we are able to reveal without hesitance. I mean, that would be the you know best case scenario and we should all be working towards that in whatever field we are in because eventually at some point in our lives, we too will be working. We too will either be an employee or an employer. So I think, you know, when we talk about breaking barriers, when we talk about breaking the stigma, these are the kind of steps that we need to take so that um, it's easier for people to come out and tell us that, hey, this is the issue I'm facing, but it does not limit my productivity or it does not limit my performance or I am doing something about it. So there are ways around it. And so my personal opinion would be like reveal, but, but, but let's, Let's come back to reality. There is still so much work to be done before that can happen. Thank you, Miss Taiba. So, how about you, Miss Natasha? To be honest, for me, as a HR from psychology background, I will highly encourage, okay, for them to reveal his or her illness. As a HR, I don't mind if my worker have the mental health issue, but during the probation period, I will observe him or her if the KPI that uh, we as a management has set, uh, he or she can can achieve it or not. 
uh, I think, I guess most of the HR would like encourage to consider it first because if he um, mentioned that, okay, I have a mental illness, okay, that would be like bad perception to him for his future career. Okay, just consider it first. Once you step in, in the organization, then reveal it to the management or HR. Because the awareness, like I said before, the awareness in Malaysia is still remain low. Regarding this issue, it should be started from the government first, like to emphasize this issue, okay, to make an act. Okay, so that the, the worker, the people, the Malaysian will have a courage to reveal themselves as a mental health patient. Thank you, Ms. Taiba and Ms. Natasha for your thoughtful opinion on our podcast topic. Now, we know the pros and cons in counseling or revealing mental illness in workplace. Yes, that's right, Fight. As we know, people's life nowadays is very challenging. They need to have strong mental health to get a better life. Maybe by sharing this, people who struggle with the issue can have some idea how to deal with it or help others to find solution. Perhaps our lovely speakers might want to share their hopes regarding mental illness within the workplace, what Ms. Natasha and Ms. Taiba wish the companies in Malaysia would improve for the sake of employees' mental well-being. First of all, I would hope that, you know, the barriers can be broken so employers would be more willing to hire people with uh, mental health issues. And, um, you know, you'd be surprised, like, if you put a mental uh, person with a mental health issue and a person with a disability, physical disability, they're more likely to hire someone with a physical disability. Secondly, I would hope that um, mental health assistance can be a bit more affordable and if not affordable then at least if the insurance policies can somehow subsidize it or cover it and i'm sure that in workplace can play a role in this for instance subsidizing um, therapy or like medication that you would need uh, as a potential uh, employee i think that workplace can play a role in that so as i always say you know it's not the big things small steps will make a big difference so these are the two things that i would um, hope that companies in malaysia can do thank you miss taiba for sharing with us your hopes which are very eye-opening especially on the suggestion to subsidize therapy now let's listen to what miss natasha has to say okay for uh as for me okay the first one is it should be started from the government first okay to emphasize this issue, okay, may I add so that the the rights of the worker could be uphold, right? And the second one is the government also actually perhaps could provide an enough budget, okay, for the company or for the like the hospital, okay, to cater those patients that struggle with mental health issues because they are patient too, okay. They have an illness like the other types of illness, but this is the mental issue, all right? So they have the right also to be provided with some enough budget. 
Thank you so much to Miss Natasha and Miss Taiba for willing to be with us on today's podcast as well as sharing a very much informative and interesting knowledge. Hopefully, we will be given another chance in the future to have another sharing session with both of you. Perhaps after this, our listener will be more aware of how important it is to take care of their mental health in their workplace. So don't be shy to express your problems or anything to your employers. Remember, your workplace is your second home. So that's all for our discussion on our podcast, Mental Illness and Workplace to Conceal or Reveal. We hope today's sharing will benefit the listeners and it can be implemented in a real-life situation, inshallah. Not only that, but it also serves as an encouragement to citizens to be more open and sincere about mental health to employers as recommended from the government. This is to ensure the mental health of people in good condition as recommended by GoTree in 17 Sustainable Development Goal, which is Ensure Healthy Life, and promote well-being for all at all ages. By having good mental health, it can guarantee more work productivity so as to contribute to the national economy. This is in line with Goal 8 which is to promote sustained, inclusive and sustainable economic growth, full and productive employment and decent work for all. Thank you again for listening to Reality Podcast Mental Illness and Workplace to Conceal or Reveal. With your favorite hosts, me, Zahira, Safra, Hani, and Fai. That's all for today's episode. Thank you for lending your ears. Before we go, don't forget to share some love for your favorite podcast by leaving us a review on today's sharing. Then, stay tuned for the more interesting topic. See you again. Bye-bye. You want some tea? Listen to reality.